Hey there, creative entrepreneur. Tired of getting lost in the social media algorithm? It's time to stop fighting through the noise of your customer's newsfeed with Flowdesk, the email service provider created with your needs in mind. With Flowdesk, creating visually stunning email campaigns has never been easier. Say goodbye to generic templates and complicated design tools. Flowdesk offers a user-friendly interface and customizable templates to showcase your unique brand style. The best part? Flowdesk won't charge you more as your email list grows. No limits, no extra fees, just easy-to-use software at one set price. Ready to try Flowdesk for free? Visit www.sunkissedva.com forward slash Flowdesk today for your 30-day free trial and enjoy 50% off your first year subscription. It's time to stop relying solely on social media to convert sales for your creative business. I'm stoked for today's podcast topic. We are talking about porch pickup. It's something you have dealt with in your small business. No matter what you are selling, there's a good chance that whether you offer porch pickup or not, you have gone through the steps of trying to decide, will I offer it? Will I not? And if I do decide to offer porch pickup, how is this actually going to work? Beginning in 2020, we really saw this idea of picking up your items really take height. Whenever maybe you weren't allowed to come in the store, but curbside pickup was available, it really ramped up to another notch. Now, uh, small businesses, we were already doing porch pickup, but we really saw the change that happened whenever retailers started to offer this. Now, keep in mind that you can use your porch pickup to elevate the customer experience to a whole nother level. You can do something fun with your porch pickup items like putting it in gift bags or fun pickup tags, even just their experience when they do approach your porch or whatever your equivalent is for your pickup. It's not just necessarily just an easy way to save money where all that is a perk, but it porch pickup is truly an opportunity to leave a lasting impression on your customers. In this episode, we're not just going to be talking about the whys necessarily of porch pickup. I'm also going to be talking about the how and covering how I did porch pickup for my retail business, all of the things I had to set it up and what my process was. So this episode is going to be full of practical tips and creative ideas so you can set up your own experience that works for you and your customers. So whether you're already offering porch pickup or maybe you're considering to start offering it or maybe you're looking to revamp your porch pickup process, stay tuned because this episode is packed with all of those insights that will take your small business to the next level. Are you ready? You're listening to Tear Down the Hustle, the podcast dedicated to transforming how you run your creative online t-shirt business by working smarter, not harder, so you can spend more time with your why, people, and passions that matter most in your life. So throw on your favorite graphic tee and turn up the heat press, because it's time to turn down the hustle. Here's your host, digital marketer, cold brew lover, t-shirt maker, freckled hype girl, and owner of Sunkist Virtual Assistant, Amy. Let's kick off this episode with the benefits of porch pickup, because if I start telling you 
all of the fun things you can do with it or the processes, but you're not convinced on necessarily why maybe anyone would want to offer porch pickup, then you might not be convinced. So you may decide as you're listening to this episode that porch pickup still is not for you. And that's a hundred percent. Okay. I am really going to be more so exploring the side for those who do see porch pickup as overall benefit. Like you have more positives than necessarily negative. So you do decide to offer it for your business. The first benefit being personal touch. I already alluded to it. With porch pickup, you can really get creative with your packaging. Maybe it's a fun gift bag or a tag, what you have you. Porch pickup allows you to do that because you don't necessarily have to double wrap it, saran wrap it. It's not going to be making its journey across backup trucks and getting tossed over here and there. So you can have more fun with your packaging. And it also reminds customers like this is a local business that I'm supporting. This is a small business I'm supporting because with that personal touch, you can take it to a level that other big box stores aren't necessarily preparing their orders with. Another benefit to porch pickup is it simply allows your customers to get hands on their items a lot quicker. Now, there probably are some of your customers that wait weeks to come pick up their items, which we'll talk about later. But for the most part, once you send that notification that their item is ready for pickup, some of them might be on their way right away versus waiting a couple days for it to travel through the mail to get to them. So that also enhances the customer experience by getting their items in their hands a lot faster. A third benefit to porch pickup is porch pickup in and of itself in that you don't have to worry about it getting lost on its way to your customer. Now, there are different businesses and protections put into place like route shipping that can protect your package with insurance along the way. USPS also offers their own version uh, if you qualify for that with your packages for insurance, but you don't have to worry about it getting lost on the way. The customer comes and picks up their item and that's that. Now I have had it before though, where a customer has accidentally grabbed somebody else's package, discovered it was not theirs and then brought it back. No big deal. But for the most part, you are reducing the likelihood of that item getting lost before it gets to your customer. Benefit number four is it's convenient for you. Yes, you can schedule porch pickup for your packages if you want to ship them through the USPS app. I've done that multiple times. I always used to ship on Wednesdays, but for the most part, porch pickup, you make the order and you walk it to your front door and that's it. (laughs) Your item is fulfilled. Now the customer just has to come to get it. So that is super convenient when you're super limited on time. If you're an extrovert, benefit number five would be for you, community engagement. So you have the opportunity to meet your customers when they come pick up your items or their items. If you're home or you want to step out to greet them, that's on you. I'm a super introvert, so I would actually prefer to not have conversations like that. I know that sounds so terrible, but like on social media or if you want to chat all day, yeah, sure. I'm your girl, but like, ah, like working all day and then coming home to having more conversations. That's just not my thing. So if you are extroverted or you want to take up your customer service a notch, then yeah, you could step out, greet them and make sure that they're satisfied with their order. The next benefit I would say is maybe just customer preference. When I was thinking of all the positives of porch pickup, I had some customers that simply just did not want me to ship anything to them 
no matter how far they had to drive, no matter, maybe it was a personal situation at home, or maybe they were in between houses, whatever it is. But I had customers where I know for a fact, there was a couple of times they were in the middle of a move. So they didn't know where they wanted me to ship it. So they said, just put it out to your porch and I'll come by and get it. So that is the added value of just sometimes customers are not in a position to receive mail. So that porch pickup might be the best option for them. Also, I noticed this is the last benefit with porch pickup that those who did select porch pickup, they did not hold back from placing multiple orders with my business. Like if they ordered a shirt on Tuesday, I wouldn't be surprised to see them ordering again on Thursday or maybe my live sale on Monday. There wasn't really like where they only wanted to wait to place one large order at a time to wait for it to all ship together. They didn't mind ordering in increments. Maybe they would wait to come pick up until it was all ready. But I also thought that that was interesting that I maybe potentially got more orders because they weren't trying to game. I don't want to pay shipping multiple times. Even though I offered, I'll combine shipping and refund to them. I think they did just like that idea that I'm not paying any extra for placing multiple orders for this to come get to me. Now that we've talked about some of the benefits of porch pickup, Maybe you've gotten to this point and you're thinking, okay, yeah, maybe I do want to offer a porch pickup. Or, yep, Amy, I got it. All of those reasons you listed is why I do offer porch pickup. Before I continue any further, I think it's paramount that we talk about safety. So safety is not just for yourself. Think about your customers as well. So we want to make sure that we are creating an environment and a scene where the customer also feels safe to walk up to the stranger's doorstep and pick up their package or whatever your setup may be. So to start, when I talk about safety, I would not ever have offered porch pickup unless I had a ring doorbell camera, which I did, which is why I offered it. That was a major factor and deciding factor for me to feel comfortable offering porch pickup. And this was whenever I lived alone. So, I mean, I'm letting strangers come to my porch and pick up their items. Truly, it was because I had a ring camera. That's really what made me feel safe. Black Friday is coming up. If you're thinking about purchasing one, I highly recommend. Currently for ring, you can buy just the doorbell camera and you don't need any type of subscription but it won't record things. So it's basically only like a live feed. So if you need to catch something that happened, then you might be out of luck. So I do recommend paying for the subscription. It's very minimal for a year so you can record those events. Also, what I liked about the Ring camera is in the event somebody came and stole items or somebody said, I didn't pick something up, like you're on camera, like it shows you did pick it up. I just felt like it was really good for kind of like, that security and knowing like I could see what was going on at my porch. So yes, when somebody comes to porch pickup, we'll say it's at your house, they will need your address at some point to be able to pick up their items. So yes, it does feel strange with a stranger ordering and getting your address. But the way I reason for myself to make my decision for retail is let's say they go on my website, this is a complete stranger, and they order something from me. My return address at the time, whenever I ship them something, is my home address. Unless you're paying for a virtual uh, P.O. box for your business or something like that, in the end, they could get my address on that return label and then still show up. Or, thinking about it, it's 2023, there are plenty of databases where you can pay to have your address scrubbed, but a good chance, if somebody wants to figure out where you live, 
they're probably going to figure it out. Now, I'm not saying like with theft, like, oh, if someone's going to steal out of my car, they're going to do it anyway, so I don't need to leave my doors locked. No, still lock your doors, still try to prevent it. I'm a criminology major, so try to deter people. Those that can be deterred will be deterred, but we want to um, keep away those people that are opportunistic. So we don't want them to see on locked door and now decide to take something out, right? So same thing with the address. So I'm not saying like, oh, if they wanted my address, they're going to find it anyway, so I might as well just post on Facebook. Like, no, I'm not saying that. But again, just trying to, I'm very logical. I guess you can consider myself a logical person. Like I need to think a lot before I make decisions. Um, so whenever I thought of all of it as a whole, I felt like porch pickup did outweigh the risk of somebody potentially getting my address caveat because I had that ring camera giving me that extra sense of security. Now let's move on to talking about how to make porch pickup safe and comfortable for your customers. Because remember, there are also strangers to you, which I would think if I'm ordering from a strange business I don't feel comfortable with, I'm going to have them ship it to me. But then they might be thinking the same thing as you is like, I don't want them to have my address, whatever. But then you're going to have their billing address. I don't know. <laughs> Around in circles it goes. But we do want to create a comfortable environment and good customer service and experience for whenever they're coming to pick up their items. And the best way you can do this is paint the picture for them and make sure they know exactly what they can expect before they arrive. So are they looking for a red mailbox with a blue door with a gray box on the right side? Their package will be labeled at the top right with their name. Very specific stepping them through instructions is really going to help them feel comfortable. Also, for my porch pickup, I went to Office Depot. I took my logo and I created above that, it said pick up here. And all I did was get this yard sign made. It was years ago. It was roughly $17, I want to say. And it even came with like the stakes. And I had it in kind of like a discreet place behind the bushes at the front of my porch. I'm actually going to leave some pictures in the show notes if you go to sunkissva.com forward slash 15. And I'm going to show you my setup so you can get some ideas. But I would tell them, look for the blue mailbox. And then up by the front door, you're going to see my logo with a sign to make sure you feel comfortable or that you know that you have made it to the right house. Then on the right, there's going to be a gray box labeled with your name. So just giving them that identification of like, wow, there's three houses with, you know, blue mailboxes or blue doors. Which one is actually yours? I do think having a sign, whereas I don't think people driving by necessarily notice my sign, but if someone was looking for it, they would see it. So again, just painting the picture for them and making sure they know what to expect when they have arrived at your door. I also recommend creating boundaries around your porch pickup. Are you going to let customers know that, hey, if the porch light is on, you're welcome to come up. Or maybe the opposite. After 6 p.m., I don't allow porch pickups. Or if the sun has gone down, no pickups. Whatever you feel comfortable. Or maybe you only want them picking up when you are home. So you're telling them anytime after 5. I don't know what your situation may be, but just know that it's totally fine for you to have boundaries. And if you don't want people coming after hours, you can let them know that every night at 8 p.m., I bring the packages in for to make sure that your package is safe and sound inside and nothing is messed with. And then at 8 a.m., I put the packages back out. 
So if you're worried about people coming after hours or times you don't want, if the package isn't there for them, they're not going to be able to pick up anything anyways. So before you offer porch pickup, I highly recommend, actually I implore you, I want you to think about the safety measures. And if you're like, great, I feel safe, I don't mind. Take a look at it from your customer's perspective. Would they feel comfortable walking up to your door that never has a light on and overgrown bushes and it cannot be seen from the road? So if you were, if they were to get snatched inside, no one would ever know, you know, like just keep that in mind. If you were a stranger to your own home, would you feel comfortable coming up to the porch to make this pickup? Let's move into talking about how you would set this up on the back end. So we've kind of touched on some porch pickup setup, which we'll actually even get into more later on. But I want to talk to you about how to set this up in the back end. Now I'm going to focus on Shopify because that's my e-commerce platform of choice. That's what I use in retail and now in my Suncast business as well. I've built Shopify's and I've explored the other platforms, but I'm still a Shopify fan. That's my go-to. So we'll cover it. Even if you use a different e-commerce platform, there's a good chance that some of these concepts might still translate for you and you can set it up your own way. Now, when it comes to porch pickup for Shopify, many of you are probably doing it how that's how I started out where you offered shipping, but then you created a discount code that was called local. And then that meant if they use the local code, then shipping would be free. It was kind of like a workaround. And then when it came through with that code local, then you knew not to ship their order and you would put it out for porch pickup. But Shopify has come a long way where now they do offer pickup as an option or a fulfillment option. And it walks the customer through different notification sequence that are more applicable. Because whenever I was using the local code, I know that confused a lot of my customers because when I would mark their order as fulfilled way back when, then they would get a shipping notification and they would be confused. Like, wait, I thought I was doing porch pickup. Then I have to explain. And I had to explain that multiple times, even to the same customer sometimes. So it was definitely confusing. Now with the local pickup option, I want you to think of your small business as if you had a storefront. So whenever you're entering, you can go into your Shopify and you can set up multiple locations for your shop where product fulfillment can happen. And then also for where porch pickup or sorry, pickup or shipment will happen as well. So like, let's assume that you had three different boutiques or something like that. They could pick which boutique they wanted to pick up from, especially if the inventory was there. But keep in mind that if you're running the small business out of your home, that's probably not an address you necessarily want public facing on your website that somebody could grab even without replacing an order. So my workaround for porch pickup whenever I'm running a small business from my home is you can set up a location that says pickup. And then I also put the city and the zip code. So then they weren't surprised like what you said Gainesville. I'm in Gainesville, Georgia. I thought you meant Gainesville or, you know, you're in Gainesville, Florida and get confused. So I did like leaving in that address, the city, the state, and the zip, so they had an idea. Now, for the address line itself, Shopify, it'll like error out, but it'll let you save it where you can put like on the line, will email address when order is ready. Or you can say like near 
Redfin High School. So when they got an idea and they're like, okay, you're saying this city, but what side of town? Like, where is this actually close to? Is that actually somewhere I want to pick up from? So if you put in that address line, like a GeoRef, they could decide if that's close enough for where they want to pick up. So I recommend you build an additional location from your home address, and you're going to mark this location as available for porch pickup. So when they get to checkout and they see their shipment options, they can select pickup from this location, and it'll say like, will email address or near so-and-so, and then it's going to code their order differently. What I mean by that is it's going to go through a couple of fulfillment steps where it'll say, your order is ready, uh, and your order is ready for pickup. And then you can also market that second step where it says that that order has been fulfilled because the order has been picked up. Whereas if you have the shipping option, you don't have all those logical steps. So it helps you walk through and keep track of those a lot easier. Also, you can customize those emails that your customers are receiving. So that order, your order is ready for pickup email. You can go into Shopify settings and that's where you would update what your address actually is. You can also go ahead and put all of your boundaries for what time they can pick it up. You can also put what they can expect when they come to pick it up. So you can walk through all of that with Shopify and make sure you customize those confirmation messages. But again, you really want to have clear instructions for pickup. You can take it up a notch by also using one of the engagement graphics that ha- and have a running post. Your order is ready for pickup. I did that a lot. I would tag customers and let them know how many packages they have to pick up. Remember I told you that people would order multiple packages so they don't just grab one because I have had that happen before where they grab one and they're like, oh shoot, I had two. Like, oh my gosh, I have to come back. I'm like, shoot, I should have probably let them know, hey, look for two different packages. And then I would keep a running post. And then when I would add um, items to that post, when I was dumping in the porch pickup box, I would delete comments once I noticed that people were, have picked it up. And then I would also complete the rest of their order in Shopify that their order has been picked up. Also with boundaries, keep in mind how long you want your customer to have to pick up this item. Now me personally, yes, it was a tad, I guess, annoying if the items were there for a while, but it was kind of like, if they don't want it, you know, like my job's done. Like I've already gotten paid. If it's overflowing, it's overflowing. It is what it is. Create a bigger box. That means business is booming for you. That's exciting. I wouldn't take that out on your customers if they're still within their pickup window. But sometimes like I would just message the customer and say, hey, your order is still here after they keep getting tagged and they're not saying anything. Reach out. Maybe they had a family emergency or like maybe this $20 shirt, $25 shirt is really not the priority right now. Like their father just had a heart attack. And by reaching out, you may discover that something else is going on. And hey, why not just take that for uh, be out $4 and ship it to them? You know, like, why not? You have the opportunity to go in above and beyond as a small business owner. Also, if a customer never comes to pick up their order, I've already mentioned my go-to was normally like, I'll figure out how much it is and mail it to them. Now, it was not a reoccurring thing, of course. I know that others in the small business world, they'll say like, hey, if they don't pick up after the eighth day, then I re-gift it to somebody else or I do this, that, and the other. For me, that's beyond my comfortable. Ability, I guess you could say, because they paid for it. Like, 
Yes, they did not pick it up, but it, is it really bothering me that much that I'm going to potentially lose a customer because I discarded their order to somebody else? Also, I would check on the legalities of that. I'm not a lawyer or any kind of advisor on that aspect, but just keep in mind, like when you're trying to build up your business with customer service, yes, it's still sitting in that box, but could you just reach out via email and check in on them and see what's going on? Moving on to the next part, the fourth part of this podcast episode is talking about all of the seasonal decor. Oh my gosh. You know how you may decorate the inside of your house like super cute and it's like, why do I even bother? Like the kids are just going to knock over everything. It's just going to get dirty. Like no one's even coming over here to see, but to you, it just feels good, right? You just want to be able to get in the spirit, whatever the seasonal season it is. Well, for porch pickup, I was kind of the same way. Like, yeah, cool. Porch pickup like is fun for people driving by, I guess. But when I knew that people were coming to my porch, I had so much fun decorating my porch for the seasons. It was super exciting to switch things out. I had a lot of fun with it. Not to mention for your customers, it's fun for them too. Now you might have customers that are ordering twice a week or once every week. If you have those customers tell me all about them because those are the ones that we all want to have. But there might be a chance where maybe your customers are ordering once a month, like however often they need a new graphic tee or once a quarter. So there is a good chance that every time they do come to your door, it's a different experience and it's a lot of fun. Whether it's just switching out your door hanger, like your wreath, I'm obsessed with painted door hangers. So I was always switching those out. I love those. Or you can throw up some Christmas lights or maybe just a fake little plant out front. Anything like that. Just to go with the theme of probably the products that they're purchasing, you could really take it up a notch. But again, seasonal decor, I live for it for porch pickup. The fifth part of this episode is let's talk snacks. In the show notes, I've added a picture, sunkissva.com forward slash 15, and I showed you what I did around the holidays. You're going to notice like... It's a super ghetto setup, but for me, it like in the moment, it's what I had and it worked for me, but it's a garage sale sign that I had left over. And then I printed out this piece of paper that said, you know, UPS drivers get a snack. It was around the holidays or also like parents, if you're coming up and you have a crying kid in the car and maybe a snack is going to make them feel better, grab one. But I love that idea as well of like putting different goodies in that and you know, thinking about your customers when they're coming up to the door, like, hey, they're probably got a screaming kid in the car, potentially coming up to the door. They're in a rush to ball practice. They have kids that are hungry on the way, like whatever, just whatever you can do to think about your ideal customer and what stage of life are they in and how can you make their life easier or more enjoyable. Also, that UPS driver that is coming every week with a $200 order or plus from SNS Activewear, it gets heavy. I know in Oklahoma, my UPS driver, he always delivered after 8 p.m. So I I remember feeling bad if I didn't make it home in time to turn on the porch light for him. But they are always working so hard. They are what is making sure that our business keeps running. Could you imagine if they stopped delivering? What would that do to your supply chain for your business? Could you keep it running? So why not offer a little extra goodies for those drivers, even if they never take it? Just I feel like that thought of knowing that you're thought of or appreciate it goes a long way. Okay, moving on. Let's talk about secure payment drop-offs. Now, what do I mean by this? 
I had a couple customers, believe it or not, that I don't know what it was, but they either like didn't have a debit card or a credit card. I thought it was like, I was kind of like caught off guard a little bit. I was kind of like, this seems like a little bit sketch. Like, what do you mean you can't pay online and you don't do Venmo or cash app? Like that's just the way they ran their life and that's totally okay. But I had a couple that always wrote me checks and now I didn't want them to just leave. Actually, they did it a couple of times, leaving a check in a mailbox and an envelope. And I was like, look, I need to figure out another way, but I do not want to lose this customer. If you've already peeked at the show notes, you've seen what I'm talking about. But what I did was I created a secure payment drop-off using a lockbox. And I labeled it. I think it says like payment drop-off. And I was able to actually screw it to the side of my house. It was wood and it was hidden behind the porch pickup box. So from driving by on the road, you would not be able to see it. You would have to know it's there. And I affixed it to my house on my porch. And what they could do is flip the lid and they would drop in checks. Other customers saw that after time went on. And then of course, I only offered this to customers that I knew were trustworthy, not like brand new ones. I needed to make sure they were vetted, but they would put cash in an envelope and drop it into the secure payment drop-off. So again, another option and another way how Porch Pickup was encouraging more sales or giving more customers an opportunity to shop, or if I was like, nope, I only ship and I got to take a credit card, that would have turned off some of my customers. I was really shocked to learn that, like, this is the only way you pay, but that's just how it was. And I accommodated my business. It wasn't going out of my way that much to make it work for them. Going back to the start of this episode, though, I would never never have done that if I did not have a ring doorbell. So keeping that in mind, I and also if it's like an order that's like over $200, this is a theme for this entire episode too. If it's not an item that I'm willing to replace, like if it gets stolen, then, you know, I can file a pre-support depending on how much it is. And then I could probably just replace the cost of the items. Like it was a risk I was willing to take. But now if it's like a $400 order, I'm not putting all those shirts in that um, box. That's not something I'm willing to replace. Same with payment. If somebody's paying me like $150, you name it, whatever the price is for you, that's beyond my comfort zone to trust that somebody's going to put that amount of payment in that drop box and then take their items. I'm not, I want to make sure that that payment is actually complete. So yeah, 20 bucks here, 40 bucks here. You know, if that's how... what low, you're willing to sell your integrity to steal a shirt and not pay, then I'll fire you as a customer and I can recover from that. But just keep that in mind when you're doing porch pickup and also secure payment. Like what is the amount where you're comfortable taking a risk that something could go south? For the last part of this episode, I wanted to do something kind of different and I'm trying it out and we'll see if I'll be able to continue doing it this way. But I asked our Facebook group and turned on the Hustle podcast, our private community. I asked them if they offered porch pickup. I asked, why or why not? I asked, what do you like about it? What are dislikes? How about your notification system? How does that work? Is your address public? Going back to what I talked about, not publicly displaying it. Do you have a storefront? And then do you have any horror stories from porch pickup? So I'm going to read some of these out to you. And then we'll talk about it. So Amanda said, I don't allow porch pickup unless it's a close friend. That's totally understandable. I don't need people all up in my business and I don't trust the porch pirates enough to leave my products out. Yeah, 
I think you know your area the best, not to mention I talked about whatever you feel most comfortable with. There's no right or wrong answer. It's only whatever is right for you. So definitely take a look at the area you're in as well. (laughs) Also, maybe your app, your neighborhood app, does it happen a lot where you have porch pirates? Yeah, that's probably not somewhere I'm willing to offer porch pickup. Daiquiri said, I'm an apartment, so I don't offer it. I will offer them meeting somewhere or I'll even drop it off to them if they are local within about 10 miles. So yeah, I would do the same thing if I'm in an apartment. I'm not offering that. And then, yeah, offering them to meet somewhere. I know if people have done where, hey, every Tuesday at 6 p.m., I'll be in the McDonald's parking lot for 15 minutes. You can come get your order there. That works as well because then it gives expectations to your customers. It also provides some expectations for yourself as well. And then I've been in her shoes too where I'll drop it off. Like I've done that too where like something's sitting in my porch pickup box and then I'll confirm their address. I'm like, dude, you live like three streets away from you. I'm just going to bring it to you. Like I'd rather just get, get it to you than anything else. Okay, let's see. Laura said, I do have porch pickup, but it's almost everyone who is local is known to me. And if I don't know them, it's a friend of one of my friends. I put the bags out on my bench next to my front door with their name on it. They have three days to pick up. Notification of being ready goes through my website. If they have not picked it up by the second day, I email them and let them know it's ready. And if they can't get it, I will invoice for shipping. I love that. So being very proactive. Like, look, you have three days. And on the second day, if it's not picked up, I'm going to remind you. And then if you don't come get it, here's your invoice for shipping. And I bet you this system is working out really well for her because a lot of people decide, you know what? I did get too busy. I can't come get it. Just invoice me for shipping. So it works out for everyone. So Akila said, I offer it and it's in an ottoman. Not many utilize it as much as the work pickup option at the hospital. I think that is genius. So if she has a lot of people that are either working with her or maybe the hospital is a central location where she's working, yeah, why not just do a two for one? You already got to go to work. Why not also distribute your orders? So Eileen said, I live in the country, so I do allow it. My husband also owns a business, so our address is public. I also work my day job in town, so I'll let some people pick up from me there. Again, that two for one. I always make a post and tag when I add orders to the box, but I keep having people not pick up and the box was staying so full. So we installed a large mailbox and I put new orders out on Thursday and anything left from last week goes into the large box below I tag and again tell them please pick up before it gets damaged. And last week, I started telling them anything left after seven days, I will invoice for shipping. We'll see how that goes. So I love that system of tagging, reminding them to come get it. And then also the idea that I will invoice shipping after a certain amount of time. Jesse said, I don't offer porch pickup because I live 65 miles from town. (laughs) Yep. That's a good reason to probably not offer it. However, I do have two businesses in town that allow me to leave a bag and have customers pick up there. It also boosts that business because one is a coffee shop, so they may order a coffee while picking up, and the other is a nail salon. I have it as an option on my website for pickup, and they can choose which pickup location they want. I have got to say, this idea, Jesse, is absolutely genius. We talk about all the time working with other small businesses, maybe leaving a business card at the front or a little pop-up display to actually have them pick up their orders there. 
you're bringing traffic into these small businesses and you know people want their orders, so they're going to go pick it up. Also giving them an option. If you know your ideal customer is on the go, you know they're going to be getting their nails done or you know they're going to want a coffee, they're already doing these things. So what comes to mind is habit stacking. If you're trying to start something new and you're like, oh, I'm going to start flossing my teeth. Yeah, we all say that and then we don't. But what do you do every night? You brush your teeth. So if you know you're always going to brush your teeth and you don't have to remember to do that, you can stack that habit on top of brushing your teeth. So every time after I brush my teeth, I will floss. That's called habit stacking. I don't know how I got on that tangent, but that's where my brain goes. But what I'm saying is they are already probably frequently these places, coffee shops or nail salons. So now you're just giving them this extra option to go ahead and pick up their items. Another thing they have to do, now that I think about maybe those two aren't even related with habit stacking, but you saw what I tried to do there. But also for those small businesses, it's bringing in that extra traffic in their door. And then I like how you said also that it boosts your business because the inverse. So if they're already going to that coffee shop or the nail salon, why not? Denise said, I don't offer porch pickup because people are weird sometimes. Yes, we can all agree with that. Also because of safety and to set boundaries. I don't want people thinking they can pop up anytime. Yes, I completely agree. And even if you were to set boundaries, there's no guarantee that people would abide by that. And with that, with porch pickup, as I'm getting my retail business going, now I have to consider other people that I live with, people meaning person, and he does not feel comfortable with it. So that's why I personally will not be offering porch pickup for the foreseeable future. It's all going to have to be shipped. So even if you feel comfortable, you also have to think about the safety and the feelings and feedback from others that are also residing with you. So that wraps up our podcast episode. I talked about the benefits of porch pickup. I think there are quite a few to consider for porch pickup, but we moved into safety. And before you just slap up a sign and say, come get your orders, there are things I do think you need to take your due diligence and think through when it comes to safety for porch pickup, not just for you, but also your customers. Also, we went into talking about how to allow your customers to select porch pickup from Shopify, and then also how they will be notified. You can go through all of the different seasons, having fun decorating your porch and really making it a fun thing. Also, not to mention, I didn't talk about this, but I would also do teaser posts in my retail group where I would say, hey, the porch is redecorated. Everybody picking up their orders from now on will see something new. So you can actually, maybe they will place an order just because they do want to come see the new fun experience. So you can also get a reputation for having a really fun porch or like snacks. We talked about that too. So snacks, not just for maybe who's waiting in the car or even for the person themselves coming to pick up the item where they've had a long day, but also thinking about those delivery drivers. If you have customers that do not want to pay with a credit card or online, they prefer to pay with cash or check you can still keep them as a customer and you can just set up a secure Dropbox and put that right by your porch pickup. Check out the show notes to see a picture of what mine look like. 
And then we did something fun and different. We actually went over some direct comments that we got from the Facebook community and we talked about them so you can kind of get an idea of what others in your industry are also doing, what they're thinking, what they like, what they don't like. So I'm going to try to keep doing that. I would love to keep this conversation going. You can find in the Facebook group where I ask the question about porch pickups so you can read more of these for yourself or maybe you want to engage with these members and their comments. I would also love to see what you've done for your porch pickup. You can head over to the Facebook group, Turned on the Hustle podcast on Facebook, join the group and submit a post and show us what your porch pickup setup looks like. It's time to wrap up another incredible episode of Turned on the Hustle. I hope you've enjoyed today's episode and found some valuable insights to fuel your journey. Don't forget to visit sunkissva.com forward slash podcast to access the show notes for this episode. You'll find all the links mentioned in today's discussion, along with actionable tips and resources to help you implement what we've discussed. Lastly, make sure to hit that follow button so you never miss another episode. I'll be here cheering you on and sharing more inspiration and strategies to help you turn down the hustle and work smarter, not harder. I'm so honored to be a part of your journey. Until next time.